welcome to the Right for Reason podcast. My name is Janet Wilson. I'm a publisher of Christian fiction for young people with Dernier Publishing. If you're a Christian and new to writing stories for kids and teens, stay tuned for encouragement, creative writing tips and actionable strategies you can implement immediately to become a better writer. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at using all the senses in your novel. To start with, I'm going to ask you to do something which might sound rather crazy, but would you stand up, please, and close your eyes? You're on a cliff path with the sea far below. You can hear the waves crashing on the beach and the screech of the seagulls whirling around. You can feel the wind on your face and catch the scent of the salty sea air. Breathe that in and smile as you imagine yourself watching the seagulls whirl and soar in the sky. The sky is blue with some little clouds and the air is fresh and a bit breezy as it often is on the clifftop. Well, it is in England anyway. Pretend you're in England. The sun is sparkling on the water below and you can feel the warm sun's rays. Your hair and your clothing whipping in the wind. You might even need to hold on to your hat. And there are several boats on the sea. Imagine seeing them there in the distance. And now behind you, there's a couple with a dog and the dog is running along and he's going too near to the cliff. He's getting closer and closer And now you have to decide, will you move closer to the cliff? You take a step towards it and feel slightly off balance. And then the people behind you call the dog and he runs back to them and they put him on the lead. Now, open your eyes again and sit down. How did that make you feel? The idea of this exercise is for you to see something really incredible. It's that our brain cannot distinguish between what is really happening and your imagination. So if you really were standing there on that clifftop, you would get like a little feeling in your stomach, perhaps sweaty palms. And if you're imagining it, you would actually feel the same sensations. What did you feel while you were standing there? Did you kind of feel like you were there? Maybe you did a little bit. So to fully engage readers in your story, you need to help them not just to see your world, so in your description, but to be so wrapped up in it and have all their other senses involved in it too. So for example, if your characters are playing hide and seek in a wood, or maybe they are searching for a spy or something like that, could you mention the earthy smell of the path or the crunch of the the leaves underfoot, the rough feel of bark on a a stick they may be holding? Maybe there's an aeroplane going over, so there's a drone or the birds, perhaps even the taste of freshly picked blackberries or maybe that's going a little bit too far in this particular situation but still think about how you could include at least one or two of these kind of sensory perceptions without overdoing it and without sacrificing pace of course all the way through your novel so here's an exercise for you to do this week wherever you find yourself whether it's in the park walking your dog and playground waiting for your child to finish school in your office airport um, cafe hospital waiting room wherever you happen to be even if it's in your garden or your front room close your eyes and put your other senses to work does the air have a certain scent touch something near you and consider what it feels like then listen what can you hear 
take a minute or two to go through all your non-sight senses one by one and then when you get home get writing make yourself some little notes so at the moment I'm sitting in my home office in the garden and there's a little bit of a breeze and there's a, a, a rustling of the bush outside and it's scraping on the window I can hear some sparrows chirping around in the bushes and apart from that there's a gentle quiet silence which is why I'm recording this podcast in here kids absolutely love food so add uh, various things for them to eat and describe tastes and textures of course in all this don't overdo it Uh, maybe on each page you could include um, a color I know we've talked about that before Uh, remove anything that's overdoing it you definitely don't want to do that but some of these things you will find will add an extra dimension to your novel and make it ultra gripping and ultra exciting for your readers so if it's raining in your novel your kids will look up and almost expect it to be raining outside so there we go don't forget to subscribe to the podcast make sure you don't miss out and leave the link on your online writing groups Uh, let's get right for a reason out there get found by more writers it's great to share the wealth and what's your biggest takeaway from the episode why don't you let me know what are you going to implement immediately so if you'd like lots more free writing tips, hop on over to writeforareason.com where you'll find lots more resources and encouragement to help you write excellent, relevant, fun novels and get them into your readers' hands. If you haven't yet done my free course, Gripping Beginnings, you can sign up and start immediately. This will help you grip your readers from the very first page of your story and you definitely want them to do that. So don't put it off. Today is a gift to use wisely. Only you can write your book. And if you've been called to write, someone's waiting for it.